0: when you think you don't even seem to think it anymore it's already in place so when a thought is seen it re- it triggers a reaction of the mental condition that I'm the thinker and then you feel like the thinker which is the sense of self yeah you feel like you're the one that's doing it and as soon as that's in place then you're going to have ton- your mind's going to have tons of opinions about what happened I shouldn't have done it, I should have done it, I omitted some great things I should have done, I committed things I should have done, and so on and so forth. It opens up the floodgates of a lot of mental minutia. Yeah? The point isn't trying to get out of that floodgate, that's called skillful means, it's to get at the point of its inception. Yeah. If that's where the freedom lies. It's not The freedom isn't after 30 processes you finally get a little relief. It's at at the point prior to all the processes. And I don't believe, I truly don't believe, I have faith in mind that what we are has never left that point, that point of inception, actually the prior point of all inception. I don't believe nothing can ever make us to be other than that. It's just if you, believe the, if you believe it, and the thing is, and if you believe you're a thinker, I'm telling you that every thought held is yours, and they're going to have a lot of power. Yeah. You'll be sitting here suffering from your thoughts. You'll be thinking you're suffering from a thought, but someone else can have the same thought in their head. And you can actually see them, they can share it, and it has no effect on you. But then, the same thought, if it's held in here as yours, it has the ability to have a huge effect on you. Is it coming from the thought? Or is it coming from the mind that's giving it the meaning it has? I would say it's coming from the mind, yeah? Obviously, if a thought had an impact, and it was a real thing, it would have that impact on everyone. It would have its own quality, yeah? So let's say a thought moves at 30 miles per hour, and if it has 100 feet, there's going to be a certain impact. It's going to be that impact every time, yeah? Because that's its its nature, that's its thingness. But it isn't a thing. It's a vehicle for the mind, the conditional mind, to facilitate this crazy little expedition it's on, which is to bond the mind to the idea of being a self. And that self is a feeling, not a thought. It's a thought wrapped with a feeling, and that feeling is a sense of self. They don't say a thought of self. There's tons of thoughts of self. But the thoughts of self are used to facilitate the sense of self. That's where the convincing occurs. Yeah, You feel like you're the doer. You feel like you're the thinker. Yeah, You definitely feel you're the feeler. That there's something separate yet being imposed upon by the feeling. And that's you. Yeah, That's the bondage of self. It's not a bondage to self. Because that would give self too much credit. That would make self a thing. Like being this chair, if I was bonded to this chair, there would be this thing and this thing. And then something would facilitate the bonding like a pair of handcuffs, yeah? So now I'm bonded to this chair. And and the logic would be if I would be relieved of this handcuff, if someone could open up the handcuff, seeing the difference between me and the chair, I would just walk away and I'd be freed from the bondage to that chair, Yeah? And therefore, something could actually facilitate it. Somebody, uh, like if you've got a good enough spiritual locksmith, they could pick the lock and you'd be freed from the bondage to the self. But in recovery, it's 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 described as bondage of self, which is totally different. Because there is no self to be bonded to, but there is a self that you can be bonded of, yeah? By the constant repetition, yeah, of what I call the selfing, yeah? So when the selfing has used the thoughts to facilitate that bondage, tons of thoughts are being used to bond you to this idea of being a self, yeah? It cannot bond you to it because there it isn't a thing, yeah? You give it the sense of thingness by becoming identified with it, yeah? What causes the identification and what reinforces it is the constant narration, the constant inner dialogue, the constant claiming of all of these activities that are truly brought to us by conscious contact. Yeah? I'm not having a feeling. Consciousness is aware of a feeling. Yeah? Then the mental process kicks in and says, claims it and goes, I'm having a feeling. And then it's so absurd, you'll have a feeling and you'll say, I didn't want to feel that. <laughs> but you already felt it. <laughs> you have absolutely no power at that point. Yeah, but you, you refuse, the mental condition refuses to give that ghost up. It still wants to fucking work it, work it, work it, but it, its point of reference, it's, a, its point of recognition is past the point. You, the feeling already occurred. Now it's going, I don't want to feel that. <laughs> you don't see the powerlessness of that position over and over and over again all day. I didn't want to think like that, but I'm thinking like that all day. You're not fucking a damn thing. Thinking a damn thing. There's just an awareness of thoughts. The mental process claims the awareness is me. I'm aware of the thoughts. And now it judges the thoughts as good and bad, shouldn't, shouldn't, oh, so these are da-da-da-da-da. And it plays God. Yeah, But what juice of God is it playing with? Yours. Which we've, in a sense, freely given to it because the highest is... We don't even start becoming conscious on f- until after the heist. The selfing is already in place. So when people hear this message and they go, they get a little bit of information and they call me up like a couple days later and they go, oh, I've been selfing all day. Yeah? So they've been thinking about themselves, usually based on what's not happening, like yesterday or tomorrow. You know what I mean? The selfing just uses this moment, which is the only moment, to think about a past moment and a future moment. Because that's where it's the star. It's not the star here and now. It's the star in there and then. (laughs) So look at the value system of the thought system. Where does the value lie? Not now, but in the past and the future. Just check the system out. Check the thoughts. Every thought's drenched in time, and the drenching is usually about a past event and Mm -hmm. a future occurrence. That's what the thoughts are doing. Why are the thoughts so busily attending those imaginary hives? What fucking honey are they making? They're, fun, they're, they're producing a sweet nectar of bondage of self, yeah. and we're drunk on it. Yes, Shit. Yeah. So, what happens if self? There is no long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Just it's just an invitation. Yeah. I'm not the doer of everything, I'm not the thinker of everything, I'm not the feeler of everything. There's nothing that's apart from the fray. There's not like something that would be great if it wasn't imposed upon by all these situations and things. It's, that's all fucking baloney, let's say. Yeah? So, let's say the sense of self isn't true. It's a product. It's a produced sense, yeah? It takes It takes a lot of... It has to use a lot of the activities of this life, thinking and feeling and seeing and hearing... And it has to claim those activities to facilitate the bondage to this idea of being the seer, the hearer, the thinker, the feeling. So it uses all of this, it's like this never-ending flood of conscious experience. It uses that to facilitate this unconscious identification as being a someone, a something. So you go to sleep. So here, the mind goes to sleep. So here you are in this moment. In this moment, there is no inherent, long-lasting, separate entity. Yeah? But what happens when the thought system thinks about you in the past, yeah, how does it picture you in the past? When you think, when the mind thinks about five years ago, how are you pictured? As a body, yes? Because it couldn't think of you as a spirit. How, how would it say, oh, my spirit five years ago was so much different? And no, the spirit's never different. It's, it's not a form. It doesn't go through gyrations. It's, a, it's definitely a whole different beast or a non-beast. So, it thinks about itself, the mind, the thoughts are used to think about this idea of the idea of being Paul then, yeah? But where is, where is that call that you were then remembered? It's remembered now, yeah? While well, the mind is thinking about you five years ago, where is the remembering happening of self? Not in the five years, in the past, that's not happening, no, it doesn't exist. The remembering of self is happening now. So it uses the past to remember itself so that it can feel that it's a self now by constant reflection on the past. And it uses the future to remember itself. It's not just the past, the future, the activity of the future, thinking about how I'm going to be or what, what calamities are going to be happening to me, let's say, three days from now. and You know what I mean? Whatever it... And the only reason why your attention and interest keeps going there is just it's about you. I mean, if someone else comes over to your house and talks about all the trials and tribulations in their life about what's not happening, you'd be bored in a minute, really, unless you wanted to sleep with them or something, you know, or they have a lot of money and you hope they're going to give you some. Hopefully, your friend, sure. But basically, there's no self-interest in it. You'd be bored. Yeah. So what's causing us to be so incredibly (laughs) into this? It's because we believe it's about us. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to have a I have, you know, I'm never going to be able to surf again let's say something like this whatever you want to say come on in huh? and so there I am I'm thinking about there's some chairs here if you like so I'm thinking about uh, I'm thinking about Paul in the future yeah so now I'm thinking about Paul in the future where is Paul being remembered? now exactly that's exactly how the bondage of self keeps getting reinforced by the thought system. Supposedly, they say you have 70,000 thoughts a day. Arise. Yeah. Now, I'm a house painter. I used to be. For me to get through a day at work, maybe I need 15 thoughts. You know? Any job I ever went to never really surprised me. There would be walls and windows <laughs> and a ceiling usually, right? So I, and maybe I need to think about where to go to lunch or stuff like that. What are, what are the 69,980 other thoughts doing? What are they doing? They're not looking out for my uh, my happiness, joyousness, and freedom. They seem to actually bumming me out based on something that's not happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is really mind-boggling. To be able to... If my mind thinks about something that's not happening, it can produce an effect where something is happening. Yeah? So, something like an imaginary field can produce a crop by your thoughts, by your believing the thoughts. Isn't that mind boggling To me, if my thoughts go back there and they're thinking about something that's not happening, you cannot... I'd like you to bring that last Saturday here. Yeah. You can't. It's impossible. And you can't... There's no hotel on last Saturday. You can't go back to last Saturday. You're not going to... You're not going to smell anything or taste anything or touch anything. All that can be done is thought about, and then feelings can be triggered. Yeah. But where do the thoughts and feelings be triggered? Where do they happen now? Yeah. So why would the mind be so engaged in going to these imaginary fields unless there was some kind of agenda? Yeah. And the agenda is to reinforce the idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing. Yeah, and the way it's facilitated, it can't get the evidence of that fact, because it's not a fact now. It can get the evidence from those imaginary facts, of there and then. Yeah. So what happens, let's say last week is screwing with you, seemingly. What would be the solution to it? Just realizing it's not happening. Yeah. What would more would you need to do if you realized it wasn't happening? If you try to do anything more, it would be reinforcing the false idea that it was happening. That's what it's like. It doesn't take any time to wake up out of an imaginary place, it doesn't take any time to get out of an imaginary place. Everyone's assuming they're somewhere, and that assumption is causing, is producing a false rep- reference, then we want to get out of that something. Why has all your attempts to get out of it truly failed in time? Because you can't get out of what you're not in. It's not because you didn't do the right thing. I would put my devotion to drugs up with any spiritual devotee in the history of spirituality. I gave everything for over to it, I gave everything I could get from you over to it. I prostituted myself every day, I loved it, everything like that for many, many years. And I'm telling you, you cannot transcend an imaginary place. It's impossible, yeah? It failed utterly, yeah? Why? Not because me, or the drugs, you can't get out of an imaginary place. And all our lives, we're we're always trying to get out of something we're not in, and then we're trying to get into something we can't be out of, which is the moment. We're busy trying to get into the moment, which is based on the assumption that we have this impossible quality that we can be out of the moment. You've never been out of any freaking moment you've been in. It's impossible, yeah? If you look at surveillance cameras, you're here Saturday. I don't care how much you, oh, I wasn't there, I didn't want to be there, I shouldn't have been there, you were here, yeah? There are certain things that are indisputable. So everyone's trying to get into the moment, and they buy books about how to get into the moment, and then the next, you know, I always use this, the next edition is how to really get into the moment, and then it's really, really get into the moment, and then extreme, turbocharged, getting into the moment, all based on this insane idea that you could be out of the moment. I'm saying the solution is, I can't be out of the moment, and now I have the experience of being in the moment. Not from getting in there by my little endeavors and things or other people's little processes, but realizing I could never be out of there. Yeah? How much time did that take? No time! Yeah? And you can tell you something. You can rely on a solution that demonstrates timelessness. I'm telling you. Because that's, that's, part, and, that's part and parcel of the solution, if you want to call it a solution, is timelessness. It's not based on time. Yeah? It facilitates through time, it expresses through time, it manifests through time, but it is not achieved or found through time. Yeah. It's a timeless event in every event in time. Yeah. It's like a vertical incession, every step of this horizontal linear story you seem to be in, This truth is vertically insecting every one of those moments, always available at all times with no requirement necessary to meet it, not one. You're the one who holds all the requirements. You're the one who puts on all the conditions. Yeah. We used to use this old one about knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> and so let's say uh, some stuff happens and some people start telling me about there's a heaven and you know, I think I know where to go to get there and they point me to the door and I knock on the door. And it's very weird because as soon, as immediately the door opened and there was God. It didn't take any time, We're, you know. He was right at the door, and I, I go, can I come in? And he looks right at me and goes, Paul, can't come in. So I get a little bummed out, and I leave, and I decide I'm going to become spiritual. You know, i am got to get a good resume, so I Instead of the black leather jackets, I get the rose, patchouli oil, I get that loving gaze, you know, practice. And now I feel like I'm pretty good. I've fulfilled my own requirements. (laughs) I think I passed the test. So I go back there and knock open the door. And it's really uncanny, but the door opens immediately and there he is again, God. And I go, can I come in? And he looks right at me and says, Paul can't come in. So now I get really fucking pissed. And I start getting loaded. I say, fuck all this shit. And I go running around. And life... Uh, wax me around and I get washed up on the shores right near him, near the door. And when I'm standing up, something happens. And I knock on the door and it opens and I go, can I come in? And God looks right at me and says, Paul can't come in. And I walk right in. Yeah. Steve can't come in. Mary can't come in. Any uh, singular unit identification as a separate entity cannot enter that kingdom of heaven. Yet what you are is a member a full full guaranteed light membership of that community of heaven. Yeah. And as soon as I walk up to the fact I wasn't Paul, then I walked right in. He was never telling me I can't come in. He was making a statement, Paul can't come in. Yeah. Well, I had to realize, hey, I'm, in, I'm not that Paul, and there I was. Yeah, that's what it's like. Just a change of calibration. The mind shifts a little bit. And then you know the tree by its roots. You start traveling lighter on a broad, uh, steady uh, level. Doesn't mean it changes the geography of your life, but you'll travel lighter over whatever life, whatever geography your life has in store for you. Illness or marriage, divorce, kids, no kids, yes? Yeah. And so what what, what more do you want? What more do you want other than that? Yeah, it's to travel lighter. That's what I found out. As soon as I started to get that satisfaction that was available, it was amazing the need to get liberated was totally dismissed quite quickly. Because the only thing that needs to get liberated is what I'm not. (laughs) What I am doesn't need to be liberated. It's already in that freedom, yeah? It's what I'm not needs to be liberated. And if I'm identified with that, I'm going to be seeking what I am my whole life, yet never finding it because of the way I'm looking, yeah? Instead of like St. Francis says, what's looking is what you're looking for, and the emphasis in my life will be who's looking. And that's what's looking for. Yeah? And every time someone says, well, what's looking is what you're looking for, I go, where? Because I already believe there's something in place already, the who. The who becomes the primary reference. And how can you find the center if you're playing the center? How can you find the center if you're playing the center? That's what self-centeredness is. You're claiming to be the Alpha and the Omega. You're claiming to be the center of everything. The universe are, are revolves around you. On some level, deeper or lesser, but that's the case Case of self-centeredness. Yeah? How is that point, how is that point that's taking itself to be the center ever going to open up and find the center? It already thinks it is the center. It's trying to find things that will let, give it an advantage and make it better and stuff. It's not, find, it's not looking for its fucking own absence. The only way it wants to know its own absence is by an experience it has. <laughs> Which is insane. It's impossible. You're never going to be there when you get it. When you get it, what happens is what was looking to catch it has diminished. <laughs> That's when they get it, yeah? You don't get it. Every time you put up the mitt, the ball you catch isn't it. It's an idea, it's a concept of it, yeah? When the, when the mitt doesn't go up and then you see the real game, you get it by not getting it, yeah, because you're already it. Yeah? And if you're in the program of recovery, the program of recovery is great. The steps diminish the mental condition, which is obscuring that fact, yeah? They, it, 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 it diminishes the condition sufficiently that you can't avoid the obviousness of what you are. It starts shining through, yeah? All the facade. Well, that's all, that's it. That's the beginning and end point. Yeah. And then the mind is now entertaining. It's sort of like here, in The Course of Miracles, they talk about you and I give everything all the meaning it has. Yeah. That's so, sort of what this apparatus is doing all day. Yeah? Your perceptions are skewered, first of all. We're not seeing clearly. So we perceive objects as real, and we don't perceive the space as, as being real. Yeah, we just don't even know what all this is. We're very attuned to seeing things all day, yeah, because we're a thing. Just like if you see a bird, a species of bird, they're looking out for their own members of their species, yeah. So if you believe you're a thing, you're going to be looking for things, yes, to make that thing better. No thingness will be the only thing. The only time you think of no thingness as as a thing, yeah. So you want to maybe get a little bit of no thingness to make to leaven the being of thing, yeah. So like taking a spiritual. Uh, spirituality and trying to graft it onto a body. (laughs) It doesn't fucking work. You know what I mean? (laughs) But the highest form of maintenance of a spiritual condition is to be a spiritual condition. When you recognize that, that's the highest form of maintenance. Yeah? Because every moment, no matter what you're thinking, or no matter what you're feeling, is the demonstration of your nature. Yeah? (laughs) It's what's looking. It's not who's looking. (laughs) that's all this invitation is meant to do is meant to prompt your head to entertain its own nature see if I'm giving everything the meaning it has and let's say and I can give something the meaning let's say one day I'm feeling pretty good and this I'm not giving it much of a meaning yet the next day I'm seemingly not feeling good it's a big meaning I make it a big problem the next day I'm feeling good again, and then it's not a problem. What was it? What is it? Is it a problem or isn't it a problem? It's appeared to be both. It appeared one day to be a problem, next day it's not a problem. It's an amazing chameleon in a way. It can appear... But the fact is, this experience here is all based on this very simple statement or very simple word called seemingly. It's appearing to be true or false to us. Yeah. We play a huge role here. Everything is appearing... To be, not everything is true or false that couldn't be so it's appearing to be true or false that's the highest it can reach is an appearance Yeah. so how can an appearance make itself seem real how can an appearance make itself seem real the only way that can happen is if what's real takes it to be so yeah you're fucking the reality you know the reality right now. The only way something can seem to be so real is if, if it's reality giving it that freaking meaning. How can an illusion get any sense of reality by because its own nature, it's illusory. Yeah? Where does it come up with the feeling of being real? It doesn't. You inject that feeling of being real into it from the reality. Yeah? We are that which isn't touched here. To We are that that everything appears to be so or not so to. How can something appear to be so and not so? It can only, that can only happen if there's only that so. (laughs) That so which I am, yes. Moving through this apparatus, things can appear to be so to it, and then appear not to be so to it. It can be so extreme, we hear a lot about it in recovery, where people had the worst thing that ever happened to them in their lives. They built this huge temple around that idea. It's been used for all their excuses, all their failed marriages, and all this shit. Then they get into recovery, the mind changes. Yeah. And now they look back and they see, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. What more demonstration do you want? Such an extreme one. how can that not catch your attention? To see the fallacy of reality, other than what you give it. The only reality is never going to be felt, seen, or heard, or tasted, or touched. It's what's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching. What's conceiving cannot be conceived of. What's seeing cannot be seen. What's hearing cannot be heard. What's what's tasting cannot be tasted. That's the reality. That reality is lending itself to everything else. Making it seem real. Yeah? Based on the conditions and the circumstances on the mind in this certain moment in time, yeah. So you can see heaven at eleven in the morning, and you can be in hell by two in the <laughs> afternoon. That's how extreme it can be, seriously, yeah. But what's giving all those punches? So if you follow the punch, it goes to you. You know, what I mean? you're just seeing this, and so you assume it's all. Co- Everything's fucking with me. The thoughts are fucking with me. <laughs> no one's fucking with you. Yeah? The thoughts of you a mental condition in the head is using the thoughts to facilitate the punch. It's using the feeling to facilitate the punch. Yeah? It's using all the perceptions you're having to facilitate a story, to make you seem so. Yeah. Like that saying, it's like saying, a happy childhood. Yeah, exactly, right now. This is the point. It's okay, though, that this is all happening. It's fine. The problem is, it gets juicy if it's happening to you. <laughs> That's where you may want a little leavening. I like the leavening. See, my head can make things really fucking real. Mm-hmm. I, su- I went into exquisite hells, mm-hmm. emotionally and mentally, through my drug addiction. And because of the drugs, I was up for 10 days. That was a long stay in hell. Mm -hmm. Really fucking long. And the amazing thing is, I went back as soon as I had a one-minute day's sleep. I went back and (laughs) signed up for 10 more days. (laughs) Thinking that if I could pull my mind to a certain point of tautness, it would snap and I'd get out of this place. It was a fucking fatal mistake almost. Uh, On the other hand, it can be a beautiful engagement. Oh, it's wonderful. You enjoy it. Instead of, here it is, it's simple. Either life is happening, or it's happening to you. Those are the two basic uh, interpretations. This, The format here, you're going to live in interpretation. That's part of this format. It's not like you're not going to have any preferences. It's, that's baloney. But you, what you're going to do is you're going to travel lighter over the circumstances of the geography of this little action figure. Whatever's going to happen, facilitating happening through this, or to this, or with this, you're going to travel lighter with it. Yeah. And for me... I really fucking enjoy that. (laughs) And also, you'll be freed from the slavery of there and then. Yeah. Once the thoughts are held as yours, I'll tell you something. They don't have the ability to go that far back. They'd start going, and there's no interest as a fuel, and it just, just swells. Remember, I remember when I got sober, one of my problems was a charm, really, when I was out there. Use charm to do a lot of stuff. Yeah, so I just I had a real strong feeling I can't be doing that acting out anymore with the charm. So, but I tried it. I went to clubs the first year or two sobriety, and I'd be at the bar and there was the babe, and I start doing it, and then the words would drop, because I can't go there, and I pick up sorry and go no away because it wasn't okay anymore. Yeah, it just wasn't there. Yeah, you, know? you know what I mean? That's sort of what it's like. You lose interest in there and then, and of course it doesn't mean you lose interest because there's an infinite amount of interest and attention, you lose interest in something, yeah, you don't lose interest, the interest gets gets uh, taken away from there, not taken away, it just leaves there and find out where it goes it will go here and instead of bonding you as being the glue to bond you to there and then, it will enrich your moment this moment it will be an enriching quality yeah. It's incredible. And then, like, uh, the people that came in, the energy, yeah? Mm-hmm. This this fucking message, it disturbs a lot of minds. <laughs> 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 it disturbs a lot of stuff, man. Without doing anything. With no apparent threat. Oh, I've seen unbelievable stuff occur. When well, we used to do the drive-up, Fucking mm-hmm. unbelievable events. Just like... Man, this this is a it's either an incredibly lovely tickle or very irritating. Yeah. It can be really a threat, yeah, to the conditional mind I'd say. Really. Because people couldn't like me that not like me that much in such a quest, like ten seconds. <laughs> I don't have that power, I don't think to cause people to really dislike me that quickly. And it takes a little while. You know? <laughs> because it's not me. Yeah. It's something happens. This is a powerful mojo in a way. Yeah, Let it in and let's see what, how it cooks. And that's it. See, the point is here, in, this, in mental security, the mental condition, the mental, not the mind condition, the mental condition. It's different. Yeah? That mental condition, its security is to know. It wants to neuter, neuter everything. When something comes, oh, I know that, it doesn't want to be fucking surprised, Yeah, It will actually make its bed in misery, as long as it's familiar. It just wants a sense of security, control, yeah? Now, in Zen, one of the highest forms of mind is, I don't know, yeah? In that state of, I don't know, you've given up that, that devotion to that mental knowledge, you know, of, I know. And now, you're in a position of finding out, and what happens is, it relegates you into having things revealed, Sometimes through you, sometimes to you, yeah? But now you've given up, oh, I fucking know everything, and framing everything, and neuter everything before you actually even meet it to, I don't know. And so things, no thing especially, introduces itself through you, to you, through others, situations, and this and that. And it's incredibly revelatory. That knowledge has value, because it's only the there, it only spends any time in activity when it's needed. The true space, the true value and knowledge is spaciousness. You're not filled up with all this wealth of information, but you do have the information you need to know when you need to know Yeah? It's beautiful. And so basically, your space becomes spacious. You're not a storage unit anymore of a story about there and then. You're actually a living, let's say, transit point. Things are happening, consciousness is is experiencing, feeling, tasting, touching. There's stimuli coming in going out. You're now, instead of getting on all those fucking trains of self-will that are either locals or expresses to hell, usually, you're now at the station. You realize all this stuff is just coming and going. But what is the space they're all coming and going through? That's what I am. I am that space, and you are that space. Yeah. Like, if you look out this window... Maybe if it wasn't raining, more birds would fly by. But after a while, maybe you see about 12 different birds fly by. And then your head may get the hit. What has it moved since all, but all those birds flew through? Is the space, yeah? The space didn't leave. The space you were seeing when you were looking out was still there. All these things just are, have transit through them, but they don't affect the space, you know. When the bird left, the space it was in didn't go. Yeah the space is there that's what my mind is like it's like that empty space that's allowing all of this to happen yeah every last shred of it and whatever's happening ultimately cannot leave even even a henna tattoo on that space it's totally free from any effect from what's appearing in it yeah it doesn't get touched no dirt like it's like the sky if you look at the sky and there's a 4th of July event, and there's all those explosions. The sky never gets ripped off. A plane never calls the tower saying, I ran into a big chunk of sky. When, the, when it rains, it doesn't get the sky right. It lands on the earth. Mm-hmm. When a bird shits, it doesn't sully the sky. It lands <laughs> on your car. It does so like this. That's what mind is like. It's empty and clear and vast. Yeah? And yet there's a lot of activity going through it. What our conditional mind is interested in is seeing all those ping pong balls go flying and not seeing recognizing the space they're flying in. Yeah. So is there no such thing as engagement really? There's tons of engagement. But there's not, you're not engaged. You're just an access point for engagement. It's like one it's the dancer and the dance and the dance width is the same. The dancer, the dance, and the dance width are the same. Yeah. It's a giant, a giant event going on here that in a way, deep down, nothing ever happens. Tons of things happen, but in fact, nothing ever happens. So I hear, you hear the sound of this rain, yes? has a muffling effect. It's beautiful, yeah? You just lay on there. Just lay like it's like a vertical bed. You can just lay it against that sound. And then it's so easy to lose any center point in, with sound. It's not like vision. Vision is usually from one point to another point. But sound is so easy to lose any sense of being a reference point, yeah. You can lose yourself in running water or whatever, yeah? Because obviously you're not located behind a cheap boat, you know what I mean? I'm not limited to this, it's just inside Bind. this body. It's just consciousness that's engaging. Yes, it's consciousness that's... Engaging. Well, that's the facilitator. I think I have a difference of consciousness and awareness. I think awareness is what's aware of the consciousness. Consciousness is an activity here. Yeah, It's conscious of. Yes, this is the facilitator of this event. But then there's an awareness of that, which I think is our original face. Like in Zen, but there's no face obviously. You can in recovery. It's 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 pretty much uh, inferred by the word pause. P a u s e. There's a pause sometimes. And if you if you ever looked at your linear story, you know if you, if you could look at your story of let's say fifty years, seventy years, and you and there was a genie and they were going to give you three wishes. A very wise wish would have been three pauses. Maybe. Yeah? And then you look at a situation like that time I was gonna, and then just drop a pause in there because in that eternal, timeless moment, it changes everything, or it can change. That's its potential. Yes, your whole life will look different just with maybe three pauses in it. Can you imagine if you were resting there? Imagine if you called that your home, or you called that you. The pause and set up the mental process that kicks afterwards. Yeah instead of starting at square three which is the feeling of being a self you start, you are at the only square which is square zero every other square just appears to be a square to that square <laughs> that's the whole point doesn't mean there's no fun or trepidation in all the squares that's what makes the game it's beautiful, this place, in a lot of ways yeah, it's a dream like the Course of Miracles says you and I are the dreamer of the dream we forgot that we're dreaming and we've given everything we've dreamt the power to affect us. That's a pretty good description of most of our conditions during the day. Yeah? We're the dreaming of the dream, you and I. We forgot that we're the dreaming of the dream, and we've given everything we've, we're dreaming the power to affect us. But it can only affect us as this. And that comes about through being identified as this. Yeah, That's what makes that's what makes the dreamt tiger, scared, the living shit out of me. Yeah. I can't see it as a dreamt tiger because I'm looking at it from a dreamt object, thinking I'm real, therefore I lend that reality to the dreamt tiger. I don't care how many books, if I'm in a close area with a tiger and I know some of its qualities, I don't care how many books about how to cohabitate a small space with a tiger, I'm not going to have an ease and comfort because I'm taking that freaking tiger to real. What's the solution? I can't get out, I can't get the tiger out of that. What would happen if I'm not the dreamt object that's afraid of the tiger? Maybe I see the tiger is dreamt. Does it have any ability to influence or affect me anymore? No. Yes? No. I'm not lending in a reality. Yeah? And it gets its reality by this getting real. When this is given reality, everything else that appears seems to be real. <laughs> it's just the way it freaking works, yeah? And you may want to say, I don't want that to be real, and you want to make choose and pick. But I want to be real. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Everything changes when this changes. You try to change everything; it may not change this. But when this changes, everything changes. Yeah. Get the cart before the you know. Get the horse before the car. What <laughs> don't <you> know. <laughs> But like Ramra Maharshi, a great master, said, "You know, you and Sonny, you and I, our heads are in the tiger's mouth already. It's a done deal. Yeah." Your mind's gotten interested in this possibility, and it's going to entertain it, yeah? And it's going to bear fruit from that entertainment. And it can be like it says in the course, you know? Don't be too worried. You may not be rocketed into another dimension, but what will happen is you'll dream yourself out of this dream, yeah? And as you're dreaming yourself out of the dream, just perchance the dream's going to get happier. Yeah? Fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> i so I signed up for that deal and I have to admit looking at the time for the last few years it's been very authentically so that's what's been happening yeah. well I was going to be one of my questions is how to like, de-hardwire that stuff because you, know, you get so hardwired into thinking this way I mean like you said nothing ever will really be doing with you You know, it's like, I have certain fears maybe I'll just become so dedicated to that being a reality you know I don't know how to hardwire it you know I'm hardwired. You know, through the steps, I yeah. it's working slowly, you Yeah. Know, but, I mean, sometimes... <laughs> well, with this idea, I don't know, maybe I can't see, I can't see sources and causes, but with this, is a, it's just an entertaining idea, like, and a repetition. See, I've never missed a meeting I've given now, for years. <laughs> I hear more saying than most people, because I'm initiating. <laughs> Seriously. Thousands and thousands of times. Because I heard something, maybe this is why, but I heard something in the Course of Miracles that was very emphasized, which was you, the way you, you best learn something is to teach it. You know? mm-hmm. So here's this possibility, and I've come to believe repetition, just like it's a poison in this world, can be used as an antidote. Mm-hmm. Not as what the mind's intention is Yeah. And repetition, repetition is very helpful. You allow it in there, and then just let go of the results, like we've learned in AA. Let the mind entertain what comes up? And for me, like, when it happened with me in the context of being in AA, it was about my 11th year of being in recovery. And uh, I was actually teaching, like, fourth-step workshops about the inventory and everything in, in, in AA. And then I got this, I, just, I was introduced to this possibility, and I entered my mind, entertained it, and something occurred. And when I read this chapter, I always read from, every week I did a, a uh, class, or how it works it says this statement this is such a profound thing this statement it talks about uh, being convinced to believe that means to believe with certainty one of the definitions it says being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us so he separates the two see my take on AA recovery it isn't obsession with self I think that's what the mind does that's identified as itself. It obsesses, it reinforces the identification. I think the real root of the problem is identification as itself. It's not, the verb is an identification, and then the noun is a self. The whole verb is identification as a self. There is no self. Yeah? But it's entertaining that there is. Yes? So I believe that's the root of the problem. So it says, all right, being convinced that self manifested in various ways, yeah, well, self-pity, So self- Look at the word. Go to the dictionary look up self. There'll be self, and there's a hyphen, and there's about 90 descriptive adjectives, and about 70 of them are, are on what you would call the negative side. <laughs> there's self-loveness, but then there's self-immolation, self-destruction, and self-pity. It's pretty really nasty. You know what I mean? And then you look up spirit, there's no, just one word, spirit. You know? But selfing. it's manifesting in a lot of different ways. Yeah? And it's, it, through its manifestation, a, a defeat occurs. Yeah. A defeat occurs. Yeah. So here, self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. If we're convinced of that, let's look, and we're going to look at its common manifestations, meaning self, and then the next paragraph in, in, in AA is resentment. So the whole, everyone I, I've worked with in my life in recovery, they don't see a resentment as a resentment, they see it as my resentment. Yeah. To me, the mind represents the act of identification. So there's a let's say there's a thought, uh, a certain uh, parasitical mental process called selfing. Yeah. Now it's almost like a helmet, and you've had this helmet on, it. and the helmet is is present, projecting its own characteristics through you. Yeah yet the voice that you seem to have keeps claiming all this expressions as yours, I would say that's identification as something that you're not, you know? (laughs) How are you going to get free from something you're identified as? You're going to try to get free as it, you know? You may try to get free for it, but you're not going to get free from it. Because you're going to get caught in this simple axiom, self can't get out of self. Yeah. So, you may see some aspects of selfing that you don't like, and you may think that you're seeing them as a self, which is just another part of selfing. There is no self. Yeah. Then that self wants to get out of the selfing. But the selfing is producing it. ha ha ha! So it's going to self-itself out of self with this being yourself. And you're not going to get out. Never, never, never fucking no way. No way. No way. You don't need 800 examples. Take Save yourself some freaking time. See example once or twice, and you've seen the whole principle and theme of selfish. You don't need to have tons of research on it. Just fucking get it. Let your mind entertain the possibility I'm not that. And that's what happened with me. Well, as soon as I realized I'm not that, what possibility did I immediately go right to? I can be free of it. Where before, I was saddled through the identification. I was trying to be free as it, for it. And it was fucking a... It was like trying to mix water and oil. It didn't fucking work. Yeah, And I was blaming me or the practices. There was nothing wrong with the practices or me. They're failed. It's simple. You can't get out of an imaginary place. <laughs> you know? So, when you realized it was, you could be free of it, what happened? Then I started, quote unquote, being free of it. That's what happened. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. And you know, actually, the fact is, the freedom had already occurred through the grace. Now it was getting up like a way of understanding the freedom. But the freedom already occurred, and then by, re- by reading what I used to read, it imbued its own recognition into the words, and then I could build a little platform to, to express in a certain way to people. Yeah? Not to, not to take this as the message. The message is what is you. It's what is the message, is the point of the message. The message has no other point than to deliver what's already in place. In other words... There's no product sold here because you're the product. <laughs> if then, did you travel wider? Oh, yes. <laughs> of course. And so it's like Jesus says, you'll know the tree by its fruits. A good tree cannot bring forth bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bring forth good fruit. You'll know it by its fruits. You can't know the tree. Yeah? But you'll know it by its fruits. So you see by its demonstrations in your life and other lives and just life itself, you see what you see the uh, the uh, the signature of what you weren't seeing before in everything. Yeah. And I don't think it's separate from us. We are that. We are that. Which it's 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 fingerprints. It's non fingerprints is in everything here. Yeah. And now you're, into, you're in the inside joke, and now you have a sense of presence. Not that vacuous absence of being hyper-present about what you are, because that's like a hyper-presence about an absence, which only produces anxiety and fucking fear. I'm not going to get what I want or I'm going to lose what I have all fucking day. Yeah? What happens if you make an absent present? Look at your days. That's exactly what happens. When, when it's seen to be absent, then the presence is sensed. Yeah. Now you're centered instead of self centered Instead of living in a vacuum, you're now more like in a fan. It's expressing. It's using what's here already and it's blowing out. It's expressing. Yeah. And then it watches all of its expressions and it recognizes itself. Yeah produces an immunity to all this fucking shit that mine's getting up to. Why would you want to be occupied by last Wednesday when this is the only Saturday you're going to fucking be in? You know? And how much is that a life that has been co-opted and you've been, what's, you, a life has been replaced with an interpretation? And you know what? We begrudgingly fucking accepted it or tolerated it in a weird way. Because we can't entertain being free of what we take ourselves to be. So we're just trying to make the best of a bad situation. When we can just walk right away from it. But see, this is the trick. This is the trick. Yeah? I talk about the tumor. So let's say I have a big freaking tumor on the side of my body. And I'm taking it to be me. So, what do I have to do? I have to fit my life around it. So, I've got to get a tailor, my own tailor, and make all my shirts, opening, and jackets. And I've got some expensive French shirts and Italian jackets and this and that. And I, it's nice, it's a nice arm rest while I'm driving and things like that, you know. And I've met some other people with tumus located in similar places. We rub tumus together. It's a little connection there, like Eskimos. And so, someone comes in and says, hey bro, you can have that removed today. You know, it's just you visit, you don't even have to stay overnight. And you would think you'd rush right to the idea, but now your mind goes, hey, I got all those fucking shirts. <laughs> <laughs> look at that Italian jacket, all tailored for this tumor. You know, no, but no, I don't want to hear that. You know, I'd like to polish it, make it a little better looking, you know, maybe, but no, the idea of it being, no, 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 you see? The mind has gotten vested with its little plaything. And now it wants to be here. It wants to be here to experience its own absence, which is an impossibility. (laughs) My girlfriend is here. My lovely girlfriend. It's her birthday. She watches me. I'm not... I don't go into a sanctimonious closet to meditate for five hours. (laughs) Fucking... I don't wake up and have to prepare anything. Did I have my? Oh, I had my get ready, get set, go room at the house before we come here. No, I'm usually late because we're fucking hanging around. There's no preparation for what's already so. It's just a little you know, give up the ghost. <laughs> let it inform you what you are, instead of you informing it what it's gonna be. You know, let it inform you what you are. And it will inform you you're not that. And of course, then the next leaf is I'm that. Yes, yeah. But if you don't if you from if you try to look at I'm that from what you're not, it's never gonna happen. But when this gets Let's say negated or seem to be not so, then what's so is freaking obvious. Yeah? It just dawns on you. And it becomes a living ingredient in your day, not a fucking thing you gotta study or anything like that. It becomes the basis of your whole life, which is its rightful place. And then you are having your childhood again. You have those aspects that you seem to be long gone, the wonder and awe and the spontaneity. Just like when me and Mike went the other day. We had no idea where we were going. We stopped at a couple of beaches. Mike in San Diego. And then had no plan, had no plan B. <laughs> just like drive. And then, oh, let's go down south. Go to this beach. And we stopped at one. And we just went to another one. And then we hit, we hit the jackpot. But it wasn't on the agenda. When you looked at, all right, 12 and 1, we've got to eat. If we don't find any surf by 1130, we'll give up the, you know. No, we had no plan. You know, the day unfolded and we were given and it was totally weird. Everywhere wasn't breaking, yet this one beast broke. And it was fucking great. And we got a really and we had a great, great day. But none of it was freaking planned. None of it was it was and if it didn't work that way, we were gonna have a great day anyway. Yeah. So that's the way to go. How is how how can that be seen as a practice? To me, that's like when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I wasn't thinking about meditation or retreats or... I wasn't reading, you know, Ramana Maharshi because my mind hadn't thought I could be anywhere else. I was here because I hadn't entertained those insane impossibilities I could be somewhere else. Yeah? Time hadn't gotten strong enough yet in my life, so I wasn't worried about next week because I had no idea of next week. Yeah? But what happens is this system, this mental process grows in strength and then it sucks out interest and attention up because it takes on our self to be us. Yeah. It, pro- it provides an idea of us that then our whole life starts revolving around. And yet, we can't seem to see that what suddenly becomes absent when that becomes the center of our life. Wonder and awe, spontaneity, fret and concern become living, you know, mates, housemates you know, and yet we on and on and more and more intolerability gets to be tolerated because we can't entertain being free of it because we're identified as it once you sort see it as a foreign installment find out what happens you know? it's going to lose its influence over you because it doesn't have any influence other than yours it doesn't have any influence other than the influence you've given it yeah Oh, yes. Very sobering idea. And that's all I've been doing. Entertaining it. It's not, I don't, it's not like I had one hour of entertaining it. <laughs> <laughs> Every moment, my mind... It has nothing to do... This is like a representative, of the sense of Paul, the body. My mind is busy entertaining that space. That's what it does all day. And then things happen and this and that, but all the while... A large chunk of its interest and is resting in that, and it's found that's that's the true resting point yeah How do I know because rest has abounded from there yeah I've shown up for things that if I was supposed to show up for, I would have fucking took off like my my girlfriend had cancer. I didn't show up for that, but there was a showing up for it, yeah. Because what would impel me to fucking flip out and run away, I wasn't identified with anymore. So that's, that's the only reason why it happened. And so now, when it's appropriate time to show up, you show up. It has nothing to do with you agreeing or not agreeing. It's just what's going on. Because something has become the dominant influence, and it's not based on a mental condition. Yeah. And it seems to recognize what's appropriate and what isn't, and it lives by that. Simple. Yeah. You see, blue is blue and red is red. I didn't, I didn't mull over about leaving dad or I shouldn't. I just fucking showed up. I heard the news. They'll say, hey, we'll get through this together. Yeah. Just like when we go to weddings in my family. I don't go there for me. I know when my sisters, my nieces, and nephews see me, they see their mother and fathers who have passed away, my brothers. That's all. I play a role. We go there because it makes them so happy because I remind them of their mother or their father because I look like my brother and sister. That's all. It's like a service, it's great. Before when I was thinking about me, fuck, I don't want to go to no a fucking wedding. No fucking way. Too much past history, you know. I so I was the black sheep. I was the junkie, you know, the jokey. But no, now I show up and it's amazing how many of them have changed. It really is. These are just minor little examples over and over again. Yeah. You know? I can't show up. This place overwhelms me. That's why I got loaded so fucking much. I couldn't handle this place for a day. I was pissed that, that every pants had two legs, you know, you get on one and the <laughs> other. And it was just blew me out. I was always, why? Why do I have to do this? That's why I never held a job. i wake up and I go, Why do I, I don't have Why do I need to go to a job? I don't. Therefore, I ended up in a place to live, a drug and alcohol place for two years. So they civilized me to fucking wake up and go and do what I was supposed to do. I was uncivilized, running around, junkie. And uh, man, it's insane. How could that have changed so dramatically? Because it wasn't so to begin with, truly. I wasn't a junkie and not a recovered person. I'm neither of them. Mind, based on certain conditions, expressed itself that way. Now the conditions have changed, it's expressing itself another way. What doesn't change is the move to express. Yeah? It has a drive to express you. This is called manifestation. This is mind. When you look at a plant, it usually doesn't have one flower, it has 800 flowers, you know? Everything's just fucking booming. Everything is just manifesting. That's sort of an aspect of mind. Yeah? Yeah, it's cool. All right, well, that's it. Yeah, you're welcome. Any questions? No?